Welcome to a bonus episode of Studio B. My name is Sarah Scott, and I'm going to be honest, I don't really know how to start this intro because you really don't need me to tell you that this is a tough time for all artists across the world right now. Everybody has been affected by this at all levels of the industry. Whether you have lost shows or they have been postponed or you're having to push back the release of your music or you are just going through it, you know, I mean, everybody's heart is with everybody right now. And I'm really proud of our community for staying as connected as possible. The creativity that has come out of this when it comes to getting the music out to your fans, to your friends, to keep yourself creative and motivated is just incredible and it's inspiring. And I got to give you a round of applause for that because so many people have stepped up during this time and it's been incredible to see and to watch. And I've tried to make it to as many live stream shows as possible and they have all been incredible. The quality, you guys, I am impressed, so impressed, you know? I will admit for this episode, I didn't have a lot of time because I am limited to studio time now with our studio being extremely isolated. So this episode doesn't go as in depth as most of my other episodes, but it's kind of a little bit of a, hey, you're not getting through this alone. It is also a bit of a, here's what you can do to help yourself and help others. And if you are not a musician or an artist, how can you help them as well? And also, Once the gates do open to put on concerts again, how this is the time to get super prepared and focused. And I've heard a lot of artists actually say, I'm really focusing on my EPK. I'm really focusing on my EP. I'm really focusing on my songwriting. So artists are taking advantage of this time to work on their creativity. They are definitely like, yep, we got to do this. And I think that's really, really cool to see. And they're already on it. They already understand what they can do. And I am so impressed with that. So I just want to give you guys all a shout out for just knocking it out of the park. And you guys are definitely making my evenings and my afternoons. And I know you're making your fans really proud too right now. So I think that's pretty cool. And the artist that we are speaking with today, his name is Matt Blaze. You probably already know him and love him. He has been doing music for over 10 years professionally. That has been his sole source of income for the last 10 years for the most part. He is a roots rock troubadour from Calgary, Alberta, and his album, In Shadow and Light. It has an interesting message and a very relatable message right now in the sense of we need to reconnect and stay connected. And in the last six years, Matt Blaze has been between albums. He's been collaborating with Sam Roberts. He's played nearly a thousand shows. He's had opening slots for Monster Truck, The Strumbellas, The Trues, Blue Rodeo. And he's been on many Alberta festival stages, such as the Calgary Stampede, Big Valley Jamboree, and much, much more. He has been awarded with Male Artist of the Year at the YYC Music Awards and Best Rock Song at the Great American Song Contest. And he's also solidified his reputation as a force on and off stage. I'm proud to call him my friend. And with all of this under his belt and then all of a sudden him losing all of his shows in a matter of 48 hours for the next couple of months, that was a shock to his system. And I chose to speak with him today because he has been doing this for over 10 years through the good times and the bad. So, yeah, like I said, we don't go super in depth with this episode on the topics that we are discussing. There are probably a lot more things that we could be talking about, but it's just a bit of a, hey, you're not going through this alone and we're going to get through this together. And yeah, that is what we're talking about with Matt Blaze on Studio B this week. Wake up. Walking on the 
about you. This is our first time together on Studio B, and there will be an intro for you, of course. I'd like you to tell us a bit about you and about your music and your start in music and who you are. I, I started playing music just before high school. I borrowed a friend's guitar to make a skit. We were like making videos on a camcorder before YouTube was even a thing, and I wanted to uh, do my Adam Sandler impression and and play like the Hanukkah song and stuff like that. So I had to learn a few chords to do that. I thought it would be a, a valuable skill as an actor. But then I started to get, you know, a little attention that I was playing guitar and people started asking me to bring my guitar to parties. And next thing I knew, they were paying me. And next thing I knew, it was my job. And I've now been a professional musician for 10 years and I'm a songwriter and I get to put out albums and when times are good, I get to tour and sing to people all over Canada and, and other places in the world. What is your favorite part about going out on the road? And do you have any crazy road trip stories? I have lots of crazy road stories. We almost died once south of Fort McMurray. We went off the road in a snowstorm and, and we blew the radiator hose in the van so there was no heat. And so we were all huddled together for warmth and lighting little pieces of paper on fire to like stay warm <laughs> until help arrived. I mean, there are other stories that are less PG, but you know, life on the road is pretty good and pretty fun. You get to hang out with your friends and meet new people and see new places. It's, it's a sort of paid travel with a little bit of music in between. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And once people are able to do that again, and it's a when, not an if, which is super exciting. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's going to be even better. I think a lot of people are just going to really take advantage of that. I hope so. I, I do think that there will be a little bit of a lull, you know, even after they say, okay, the world is safe, go out and hug each other because tours take a lot of time to plan and concerts and events, all of that. It takes a while to get rolling. So my hope is that people keep that in mind and they remember their passion for music even after this is all done. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So at home, you have a dog. How's Metso doing? Do. What's it like for him having you at home? Well, Metso is doing really well. He's actually sitting on my lap right now. We've got a little spot at our place called Pillow Corner, which is where I do a lot of my songwriting and a lot of my uh, cuddling with the dog. So he's happy with it, actually, because, you know, it's a, a lot of FaceTime a lot of time at home, but he also likes to uh, go out to places and like stores that allow dogs, like winners, you can take your dog in there. So he likes shopping. So he's enjoying the family time, but he misses some of his friends as well. Oh, for sure. Well, you guys dress him up so cutely too. He probably wants to show it all off. He's got a great fashion sense. I think he got that from me. <laughs> Probably. Yep. <laughs> so how are you occupying your time during this pandemic as uh, just yourself, not even as a musician, just like hanging out as a person? Well, I, I have my good moments and my bad moments. I find that I'm listening to more music than I have in years. Vinyl and just like searching out YouTube videos. Last night was Willie Nelson's big digital festival. I watched a lot of that. Basically trying to take the time to find inspiration. I'm working on a, a song right now called Maybe This Could Be a Good Thing. And the idea of like finding the silver lining, finding some hope in this and, you know, not being out on the road gives me time to reflect and maybe write 
some great songs. That's a really great way to put it. And you're staying very positive about it. And professionally, how is this affecting you? Professionally, it definitely stings. I mean, within 48 hours or so, I lost 20 gigs, some of them being the end of my Western Canadian tour and events around the Junos. So financially, it stings. But just even, I love to play a lot. The connection that I have with people, that's gone and I miss that like I define myself as a musician so if I'm not playing music you know who am I that's one of the struggles is that sort of self-identity part of it that's lost a little bit but the positive of that is so much can be done digitally I'm doing a Blue Jay session this coming Wednesday at 2 p.m. where myself and three other songwriters are going to be telling our stories and performing for people so you know the world has not ended there is like you said a life at the end of the tunnel and we can still keep some semblance of our lives our normal lives and still perform for people as long as they tune in yeah i've watched a lot of these live streams so far because i feel like every night there's at least like seven or eight people going live <laughs> at once on instagram or facebook so I catch yeah. a little bit of each one, and man, the quality is so good. They're putting on almost an exact same performance that they would if they were actually live and acoustic, and I'm so impressed. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to say this because all of 10 years ago, we may have been like, why is there so much social media? This is causing such a distraction. But look how it has connected us all at this time as musicians and industry professionals. You're exactly right. And I think why the performances are so good is because they're inspired. In times of struggle, where do we turn? We turn to art. Even if it's you've got nothing else to do and you're going to binge Netflix, like that is art. We turn to artists. So even though artists like myself are struggling right now, we also have a great sense of purpose. We're there for each other and we're there for everyone. It's a call to action for artists. This is why we got into this business. Definitely. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, actually, and I was saying, man, people have had to become so creative during this time. And uh, they are just owning up to it. They're just like killing it. And then he said, well, you can't stop creative people from being creative. That's what we're born to do. And I'm like, you are so right. It is so true. And that's why I feel like so many of us are very lucky to be super creative. But I also feel like people that may not have felt inspired or like they're very artistic in that sense boom guess what they had a light and they thought this is what i'm doing and it's happening and we are going to talk about how other artists can help other artists through this but as a whole how is this affecting independent and emerging artists it's it's devastating because especially touring is our livelihood playing live is how we pay the bills so I know many artists, I know one artist who had an entire tour in Germany canceled. How does he pay rent? How do you keep the lights on kind of thing? And the government is, you know, stepping up and, and there's some things in the works. But essentially, a lot of us overnight became unemployed. So it becomes all the more important to support the artist that you love, whether that's buying a t-shirt or buying a vinyl record, even something like streaming. Spotify artists, especially the indies, don't make a lot off the streaming platforms. But if everyone just suddenly goes, oh yeah, I wanna listen to my friends or listen to that artist, and they just keep it on repeat, the pennies add up. So there are lots of things that, that people can do. Another thing is just sharing artists that mm -hmm. you like. I found great artists that I've never heard of because friends have just said, you know, if you're lonely, check out this song. If you're bored, check out this artist. 
I mean, that's the the word of mouth has been feeding us independent artists for a long time. And so if that can ramp up, then, you know, we'll be in good shape. You have been doing music professionally, as you said, as your sole kind of source of income over the last decade. How have you gotten through tough times in the past if you have experienced them? I'll be honest, I've never experienced anything quite like this. You know, everybody has struggles, you know, personal and financial, but this is sort of otherworldly. I find solace in playing music. If I can't do that for people, then I'm going to do that for myself and write a song to make sense of what I'm feeling, or I'll sing it to Mezzo and gauge his reaction. But I just try to have a little bit of fun, and I've had fun with music for 10 years, so I'm going to stick with it. Definitely. And what are some of Mezzo's reaction? How do you know it's a good song or a bad song? (laughs) If he doesn't leave the room, it's a good song. Well, since this is primarily artists listening to the podcast and it's aimed towards them, let's talk about how other artists during this time and the things that I've looked up where you can write a blog post about a fellow artist, you can share a link to his or her website on Facebook, comment on a review or interview or something along those lines, like participate and watch the live streams like you mentioned, share the live streams, have a watch party. And uh, I feel like during this time too, artists kind of need to lead by example if they truly want to see the bar raised when it's concerning musical appreciation by supporting each other. But how can artists support each other during this time? I would say reach out to them directly and team up because I think this uh, obviously is very isolating. So reach out to an artist and suggest a co-write, write a song together. I mean, that's a very special moment that you share that will connect you to that artist forever and give a, a sense of community. The financial stuff, I like to think that that'll all get worked out and hopefully fans and friends will step up and buy stuff. But the artist to artist connection is what I'd really like to see. And I have two co-writes scheduled for tonight. So I know that I won't be feeling lonely. That's really great. And also, I think like just by calling a fellow artist or texting them or sending some DMs, just asking how they're doing too, that will really help with everybody's mental health, you know, because some people are a little bit more stressed than others, or they're a little bit more concerned than others. So even just like reaching out with a simple, hey, how are you? And being genuine about it could help. And and positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, I just heard, you know, your new single, or I just listened to your album. I love it. Don't give up. Keep going. People need to hear this. That would go a long way for me. Saying, hey, I watch your live stream. You're like the real MVP. Thanks, man. You know? Exactly. I'm on the music industry side of things. I work in radio, and I want to ask your opinion on how can the music industry, such as the studios, the managers, the radio people, the talent agents, and the venues, etc., support the artists right now? What would you like to see more of us doing right now to help you guys out? Essentially, we just need to stay with it. I think that the industry needs to do everything that it can to not press pause. Obviously, we're not business as usual kind of thing, but if artists, managers, or radio people just take the easy way out, then the industry itself is going to be the worse off for it. We need to constantly remind people that music exists and that independent new artists exist, that we can't be stopped, you know, and that there will always be music out there. For sure. And the way that I like to personally see it is one way that I've told my audience is let's take care of the artists 
like the arts and the music has taken care of us through our tough times and through any time in our life. And I'm so fortunate that I work for a radio station where we do get to support independent and emerging artists from across Canada and across the world. And in radio, we have become a prime source for information right now while this is happening. So we have a lot more listeners. You know, it's kind of cool to see that. But I also want to make a point about the industry taking care of each other because we are still working. We are still in the studios. We are still doing paperwork. We are still managing people. And, you know, and I think that we should reach out to each other too and just check in on each other once in a while because we are working some crazy hours. I think the industry itself needs to reach out and say, hey, you know, what can people do to support you guys? I agree. The, the music industry, if nothing else, teaches you resiliency. That You know, you hear a lot of no's. Even the best, most famous artists get told no so often. You build a thick skin against criticism, against struggle. So I, I do think that our industry is poised to make an amazing comeback because it has amazingly strong people in it. We've done a lot, you know, the artists, the industry, everybody. And talking about how people that are not in the music industry or artists can support local or emerging independent artists, like we talked about, you know, live streaming, buying their music, buying their merch. But what are some other ways that people can support artists that we may not think of, the hidden truth behind supporting artists? <laughs> I think it all starts at a personal level. Believe in artists. Every artist started as somebody not famous, right? So if you hear something that you really love, believe in it. Join that team within your own heart. And then everything stems from there. Visiting the website, following them on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, those are all free things. Sharing the music is free. Streaming on Spotify is almost free. That's the next step. And then beyond that is being tangible fan, having something, whether it's a t-shirt or a toque or a vinyl or buying a download card. That's step three. Many artists have already taken the initiative to get the message out there to fans and others about how to support local music and independent music right now in this time. And what are some other ways that artists can reach out to their fans and how should they word it? How should they relay the message? What is the best way to do that? Because in your musical opinion and from doing this for so long, which platform is the best way for an artist to say, hey, here's my stuff. I'd love for you to join. And how should they word it? For every artist, it's, it's going to be different. I'll speak for myself only. I try to be honest and authentic in what I'm doing. You know, I don't have special stage clothes. You know, I am who I am on stage and in real life. So I try to be honest with my social media posts as well. But that's not necessarily everyone's brand. Some people might be brash. Some people might be overly sad right now. Like that's everyone can be themselves and do what is best for them and what they think their fans want to hear. That's up to individual artists. I would say just be yourself and be honest. I think that's a really good message. And you mentioned that a lot of these independent and emerging artists, they have to realize that this coming back to normal, which is going to happen hopefully sooner than later, isn't going to happen right away. It may take a couple of months to kind of get back and get their footing again. But in the meantime, right now, how can the artists get prepared to keep the ball rolling or once we kind of get the go ahead to start making these tours happen or to make these shows happen how can these artists get back into the swing of things once we're able to do it preparedness will be key 
artist assets will be hugely important. So things like your bio, your website, your EPK, we've got time to have all of that organized and properly linked. And that way, when the gates do open and the world is open for business, you're ready. Imagine somebody finally says, okay, I, I want you to play this gig, but uh, I need your press kit and I need some video. And if you're there and you say, oh, well, I don't have any of that ready, well, then they're going to move on to the next artist who is ready and is hungry for that gig. This could be viewed as a time where we can all get our fill up our toolbox and await the job. For sure. And is there anything that you would like to personally say to artists, like maybe give them some words of hope or your views on this? What are your views on all of this? It's crazy times for sure. I think that we're all affected in, in different ways and we will have moments of strength and we will have moments of struggle and we can lean on each other and, and support each other. But I do believe that we will come out the other side as better artists because art is about life experience and the expression of ourselves. If we can learn from this, then imagine the great art that will come out of it. And I think that when all this is said and done, I wish we can continue to see this level of support and care and love because I've seen people step up in ways they haven't stepped up before. And this is an extremely tough time, but I've seen this community lift up so many people and it's been super inspiring to see. So I hope this does continue after this is all said and done. Absolutely. I'm inspired and I will try to carry that forward for for a long time to come. Well, thank you so much for talking today, Matt. Is there anything else you want to mention or discuss? No, th thank you for having me on. Uh, good luck to you. Stay safe and healthy, and same for everyone who's listening.